Hey, moms in business, welcome to the podcast that educates, encourages, and empowers women. I'm your host, Angela Fazio, and I'm committed to bringing you great business information, amazing guests, inspiration, and a godly perspective. Let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by The Forum Coworking and Events in Chandler, Arizona. It's a great co-work space where people can meet clients, conduct business, um, have private events, or just have fun. It's also sponsored by East Valley Connect Facebook Group. It's connecting Phoenix East Valley community and local businesses. This week's guest is Christy Clay. She has a fitness company, and um, what's so interesting about today's podcast is she's really going to talk about how she serves people with her business, through her business. So I'm so excited for today. Let's get started on the conversation. Welcome, Christy. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. I am too. You have so many great things to bless our audience with today, but we're going to start off with some basics. Tell us a little bit about your kids. I have four kids. I have Mackenzie, who's 13, Tatum, who's 10, Samuel, who's eight and a half, he likes to mention all the time, and Manasseh, who just turned five. Right. So the last two we're going to talk about a little bit because you and I have something in common. Well, lots of things in common, Mm -hmm. but this particular case is you've adopted your last two and I adopted my last two. And if you have not seen the movie Instant Family, everyone out there, you need to watch it. It's absolutely true. Absolutely true. So we'll get back to that later. All of it. (laughs) Even the jumping on the bed. I hate them. Yeah. It's so, yeah. (laughs) But I love them. We'll talk about that later. So, okay. You own Fit for Mom. Yes. And you've had that for, I think, 11 years. Mm -hmm. Give us a little bit about how you got into that and the history of your business. Mm -hmm. So um, I've owned a fit for mom for 11 years. So I owned in Alaska before and it was called Stroller Strides and I've owned here in the Valley for about seven and a half years. Um, How I got into it was I found myself in motherhood by moving my body and starting to get active. I was really struggling with postpartum and just like, wait, (laughs) this seemed like it was going to be so great staying home with this kiddo. And now I'm really grouchy and this (laughs) is not fun. Um, And so I was living in Alaska, Wasilla, Alaska at that. So it's like even smaller And so finally I was like, I got to do something. So I signed up for a half marathon because why not? (laughs) And so I had six months to train and we went and got, you know, went to Sears and bought me a treadmill. And I just having something just for myself and moving my body, um, growing up being an athlete, just that just like triggered like, yes, okay, this is, this is something for me. Something familiar. Yeah. Like this, this feels good and it obviously relieves stress. And so I didn't know that at the time because I wasn't a fitness professional. I just knew that it felt good and that I felt happier in motherhood having done that. Um, so I heard about stroller strides at the time. And as soon as I saw it was for sale, I just called my husband. I was like five months pregnant with my youngest and was like, hey, I want to buy this business. And of course he was like treading lightly, like, uh, is this the time to be deciding these kinds of things? (laughs) (laughs) You've been known to make irrational decisions when you're a little hormonal. And I went to my first class and I called him in the car and was like, yep, this is what I want to do. This is, this is what I want to do. So I was a teacher in my um, previous life before kiddos. And um, I love that kid aspect. I love the example we get to set. And when we moved to Arizona, I had to sell my franchise up there. And I was like, this is, this is what I want to do. This is, I, I want to hang out with the kids. I want to encourage moms. I want to see them become the best version of themselves. And so I bought. And so Arizona. you, did you say you bought it when, with your, when you were pregnant with your first child? So I was I'm pregnant with my second. Your second so, child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes it, that makes sense. So things you do when you're pregnant, uh, cut your hair. <laughs> 
Right. And regret it <laughs> and buy a business. Why not? Why not? That's and we were actually logical. like moving <laughs> and all these, but I was like, yep, this is what we don't do. So he of course was like, okay. So we went with it and um, I've loved it ever since. And so my daughters have grown up in the stroller, going to classes, seeing moms encouraging each other and moving their bodies in positive ways and feeling good about it. And it's a get to, not a have to. And I love yes, it. Yes, I agree. So for people who don't know the concept of Fit for Mom, um, describe it a little bit. Yeah. So fitness um, or Fit for Mom, I'm sorry, is really focused on giving moms the strength in motherhood. So we started off as Stroller Stride. So that's like our flagship program that Usually moms, if they're like, I haven't heard of it from mom. Oh, I've heard of Stroller Strides. That's where we work out with our kiddos, and you know, usually at the park because we're so blessed here with amazing weather most of the year. So we have interval workouts. We're singing, you know, the wheels on the bus while doing bicep curls and squats. And, oh my gosh! You know, I couldn't do that. <laughs> Tickle lunges, <laughs> and um, so you're getting your full body workout. And since then, we've added. You know, when we moved to Fit for Mom as the brand. Now we have Fit for Babies, so that's prenatal fitness for moms. So it's not. Um, you know, you'll often see like prenatal yoga, which is great, but you still need strength and you still want some stamina when you actually have the baby and, and for delivery. So we have these, you know, workouts specifically designed for pregnant, pregnant moms. And then we have body back for moms who want to work out by themselves, <laughs> but with other moms in that community environment where you're encouraging each other and, you know, just that camaraderie and, and community. And then now we've added um, strides 360. So that's cardio. We have um, body ignite, which is just strength training. So we have like a you know, big buffet of workouts for moms, but the whole goal is to give moms the strength in motherhood. And it's not always with your kids, no. just the stroller strides part. Yep. Right? So stroller strides, and then we have stroller bar where you bring your kiddos and then strides. Well, I like the word bar. Can. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> you know, you have a sponge ball out at the class, you know, you're running around the park with your kiddos and, um, you know, all your muscles are shaking and you're <laughs> trying to smile and sing a song while holding a pose and everything's starting to shake around. <laughs> yeah. Right. I love what I love about your concept when you described it to me is I, I had asked, I'd asked Christy, I said, Hmm, why do, why do moms come to you? Why do women come to you? And you had said, well, some people come to be a part of the village and then they get the fitness mm -hmm. and some people come for the fitness and then they get to be part of the village. And that almost makes me want to cry because, um, I believe God has blessed you to have that whole like well-rounded concept um taking fitness and using it as a means to serve women absolutely that's really fantastic um we've been really purposeful to have an inclusive village where um in fact when people talk about mommy wars and how you know everyone feels so judged I feel like I don't feel that like that's not the kind of women that I'm surrounded with um we have obviously the huge gamut of parenting styles philosophies all of it um but we're all moms and we all want what's best for our kids. And we all are trying to figure this whole thing out as we go. Right. And so sometimes just having that village is what moms need. They just need someone to talk to. Like Absolutely. They, just need, they need friends, you know, they need friends that can say it's okay. Yeah. Or uh, like, yeah, totally stinks that you didn't get any sleep last night. Like here, I've literally seen moms put their, someone else's kid in their stroller so the mom could go take a nap in the car or go grab a coffee because she was just, you know, At, about to on lose the it. edge. Yeah. yeah. I hear and no you. one else gets that besides someone who's been there right in the trenches with you. <laughs> right. And I am, I am such a proponent for encouraging women. There's so mm -hmm. many negative things in the world to divide women. And my personal opinion is that God created women sh with strength. Read Proverbs 31. It's the, the woman is a woman of strength. And if we cleave together and encourage each other, all we're doing is being better mothers and wives and business women. Um, so I love that your concept mirrors even the concept of this show. 
Yeah. Let's educate and encourage and empower women, not like, hey, women's rights, but loving on women. Mm -hmm. That's so fantastic. I'm so excited for your business. So you're located in Tempe, right? You have a place? So we have a studio in Tempe, and then we have classes all over the East Valley. So we have Chandler, Gilbert, Mesa, Awatuki, um, and then Tempe, obviously. We have a lot of classes cool. in the Phoenix Zoo. Well, and we'll find out exactly how to get more information by the end of the show. Don't you worry. I want to hear um, about your history with your husband because it's the sweetest <laughs> story. So we're high school sweethearts, which I know doesn't always, um, you know, not that common that you're still married. We're getting ready to celebrate 19 years next month. And I just tell people that I actually did never, I wasn't one of those girls that was in a rush to get married. I just met the right guy who totally compliments me. And um, our personalities are literally like, I'm high energy. Let's just go for it. And he's the calm, like, okay, well, let's, let's just think about this for a second. Um, yeah. So 19 years later, we're it's funny to think back that we've known each other since high school because we were such babies. So right. um, when we got together. married, yeah, literally, yeah. like he'll be like, he'll say something to our kids. I'm like, that's not true. Like I've literally known you since you were 17. <laughs> you just happened. lie. <laughs> like, you can't get away with much, buddy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we've been married for, um, for 19 years and obviously four kids and moving a couple times. And yeah. How long were you together before you got married? Um, we had dated five years, so uh, and then we waited five years to have kiddos because we were like, uh, we're still babies. Right. <laughs> we don't actually know what we're doing. Right. That's cool. So you've known him a long yes. time. Yeah, yeah, he can't get away with anything. No, literally he helped <laughs> my dad teach me how to drive because um, my dad was losing his patience. So That's he cute. taught me how to drive when I was 15. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I um, My husband, he's my second husband. He's my soulmate. Mm -hmm. I picked my first husband. I let God pick the second mm -hmm. one. Yeah. God does a better job than I do. Yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> right? what I was like. I mean, I grew up with so many girls that uh, we went to a small private school in Alaska and that was kind of what, you know, a lot of girls were looking You're like, okay, well, and mm -hmm. I was not, I was like, nope, I'm going to go do all these things. And then I met, you know, and we were like, oh wait, this just fits early. So I'm like, I got to skip all the messy dating stuff. Mm, gosh, <laughs> you did. You, yeah. You won. Big. Sometimes when I look at it now, I'm like, oh dear God, I seriously like scored what I didn't yes, have to do. Did. All, this. all of that. Uh, that's a lot. Um, the other thing that we have in common is that I mentioned before is our two youngest are adopted as well. And yeah. so you adopted from Haiti mm -hmm. and it took you like five years. Yeah. And I, yeah. So and I ado adopted from Arizona and it took like five minutes. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we were the fastest adoption in the history of our Mm, the, what oh, do you call the, the agency, agency that helped us. Like the ink's drying in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's because off. you, here's the difference though. You adopted because you wanted to help, right? And you decided I'm going to go, I can do something. So why wouldn't I? Mm -hmm. We adopted because God commanded it and we did it kicking and screaming. Mm, <laughs> and that's mm -hmm. the truth. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your experience. Um, so yeah, so we had our daughters and thought, we're good. Like they're both healthy and happy and we, you know, have this great little dynamic. And then, um, I mean, to be quite honest, I was sitting in church one day and I literally felt like God broke my heart. And once that happens, you can't go back. Right. right. Like once you're broken. Um, and I'm like a fool crying in the corner, like, okay. Like I, I, like I walked out, my husband was working in Alaska actually at the time I called him and I'm like, Hey, I think we're being called to adopt. Um, we have this great, you know, marriage. We have two great kids. Um, I think, I think we sh are supposed to do this. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, what just He's happened? a processor. He's like, um, let me yeah. think about that for five I gotta years. I got to give him a second. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, cause I'm ready to do it like yesterday. Once we make a decision, I'm like, well, why aren't we doing this right now? And, um, that's obviously, he's a good balance to that. Sometimes it drives me nuts, but, um, 
but I had to really pray about it. I was like, okay, God, if we're going to do this, I can't nag him about it. Like, right. I can't have him resentful that we did this. Um, and so I just sat back and, and waited. And every once in a while, we would just be like, I'm serious. I think we should do this. And at the same time, my now 13-year-old daughter, but she was much younger then, she had mentioned just out of the blue, I think we should adopt a little brother. I'm like, oh, you know, like when you kind of hear it from, you know, you're like, okay, okay, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then you know, years later, I kept just saying, I'm, I'm serious. I think we should still do this. I'm just giving you time. But I, I think I was like, I don't like to do scary things. I like to do the sure thing. You know, mm-hmm. I want to stay on the comfortable, like, obviously this isn't for me because <laughs> I never had a heart for adopting before. I didn't know any better. Um, I never assumed, you know, we got pregnant easily. I never thought about adopting. And so I was like, I feel like you have to know this isn't for me. And then all of a sudden he just came to me and said, okay, I think we should adopt. So I called the state because I thought, well, we'll just do foster care. I've done babies before. I was able, you know, blessed to have babies and having friends and sisters and stuff that have had infertility. I'm like, you know, there's lots of people who want infants. I've done that. Right. <laughs> I didn't want an infant either. I, re- I really like sleeping. Yes. <laughs> and so um, they're like, well, we'll just do foster care. Like there's a huge need. And they shut that door right away. They were like, well, because your husband travels for work like he does. We, you can't do the training. You can't do it. And so I called my husband just crying, like, what on earth? I really thought. And the instant I called, he was like, well, why don't we look at international adoption? I'm like, are you kidding? It took years to get you right. to even consider adopting. And now you're looking at another country. And then through a series of events, we just kept like, okay, well, we'll just go through the doors. And Haiti kept popping up and was on our heart. And so That's you know, at any time we were kind of open, like we could switch at any time. Like we could come because during that time he started working locally. So we could have gone foster to adopt mm-hmm. and our um, youngest daughter then looked at us and she's like well we might have a brother that's here but we for sure have a brother in Haiti oh so do not wow. pull us out of Haiti um because it was taking so long yeah and so we waited and right when we were thinking we would switch back to foster we were told we were matched with the boys wow I got goosebumps on every part of my body right now I'm just <laughs> telling you well I will tell you quickly it's our stories are similar in this way I was sitting in church front row and um our church talks about foster and adopt all the time it's like their thing but I was like 40 something and I, no way there it has never crossed my mind to adopt ever. And God said to me, I swear, he said, you're going to adopt, you're going to adopt two and they're going to be siblings. And I was like, you're not talking to me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That was the person I'm next like, to me. I did. I really did. Like, like the movies, I was haughty and proud and I, I fought with God, which is so stupid. You right. just never you win. You never win. <laughs> right. And so I fought with God all throughout the service. And I actually said this haughty statement to the Lord, and I'm not kidding. I said, all right, when we get out of church, if my husband says that you told him we're going to adopt, we're going to adopt two and they're going to be siblings, I'll listen. You should see my face right now. Oh my gosh. I'm so embarrassed that that's what I did, but I did. Right. We got out of church and I would not ask him how service was because I always do. And I wouldn't ask him. We got almost to where we were going. And I was like, What'd you think about service? Like under my breath. And he goes, well, God told me we're going to adopt. We're going to adopt two and they're going to be siblings. Wow. So how could I, how could I right. deny okay. that I had no choice? <laughs> yeah. and I'm, like I'm blessed. I'm thick-skulled, but come on. Yeah, I got that. I, know. Yeah, I am thick-skulled. <laughs> it's true. And I'm so blessed by it. It The process has blessed me. It, it is hard. Watching oh, some family, yeah. that is so true. It is harder than I would ever imagine, mm-hmm. but it has taught me so many things I would, would not mm-hmm. have learned if it, if it weren't for my two adoptive kids. Oh, for sure. And so I thank God for it. I oh, thank for God sure. for it. Not every day, because like sometimes. Oh, some moments. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, it's a blessing. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I've learned and grown more in the last, well, 18 months since they've been home. 
But even during the process, like you have to hand over so much because it's mm. so out of your hands. You know, yeah. you can't control any of it and patience and waiting. But the last 18 months, and obviously I'm a newbie since I've just come home, but um, I completely feel like I've grown exponentially over other years. Yes. Like there's another, n- n- not another 18 months in my life that I've grown like I have this year um, because you have to. You have to. <laughs> it's a forced thing, yeah. but that's good. It's good. God humbles the proud and I was being haughty and, <laughs> yeah. and it was good. So that's really cool. Um Another thing is, is I'm going to go back to your business now because uh, my husband and I own a bunch of businesses. We uh, love to build businesses. We love to create opportunity. And uh, one of the things that I thought was so interesting that you told me that I've never experienced, not really, is how you gain your employees. Because that's really hard to find great staff. I have the most incredible staff, but it took us years and years and years and years to find people who are that special but you find your employees differently. Tell us about that a little bit. Um, yeah, actually, even right at the beginning, I always really felt like, because I didn't come as a fitness professional. I bought the business and I wasn't even certified to teach classes for myself. <laughs> like, I just knew that this felt like what I was supposed to do. Like, uh-huh. it just felt right. So obviously, I, you know, have since gained lots of certifications and gone to lots of courses. But um, at least you didn't say I've since gained a lot of weight. Right. And since I've, <laughs> since I've quit working out altogether. <laughs> um and I was like, what's magic about Stroller Strides and Fit for Mom is that it is more than just a workout. It's not just coming, you know, sweating for a little bit and you're going home. Like these are relationships that I know for a fact that moms that met each other back in Alaska are still friends. Like That's so nice. You know, we raised our babies together, so we have something in common. Like now we all have 13-year-olds and we're like, oh, we thought that was hard. Hold on. Um, but we all live all, literally all over the world and we still contact each other because we did life together. Yes. Um. And that's really hard to teach. So right from the beginning, I had other franchisees that were like, oh, I require this certification. And I was like, I don't want to go that way. I want them to get what we do. And then I can teach them the fitness part. They have to get our, they have to get your village. They have to get, yes, yes, exactly. Like they have to get what we're doing first. So actually the only hire, a couple hires that I have made that have been fitness professionals that reached out, um, haven't been the best fits, you know, they're the ones that don't stay very long, but the moms that come up, they come to class, it changes their life. And I know it sounds super dramatic, but it really does. It Cause does. you're in a, you're in a crazy spot when you're becoming a first time mom or even a second, you know, every time, like you're just, it's, you're in a vulnerable spot and you're trying to figure it out. And those relationships and that experience that you have can really cha- change the trajectory. Absolutely. And so they usually come as clients and then sometimes they'll become my playgroup captains and they'll teach crafts and stuff after class. And then they're like, Hey, I think I want to become certified. And they're always timid because they always never, they never think that they're fit enough or they're, I'm like, well, let's just try. And then they're like, I'm ready to pour into other moms now. Like I'm built up enough and I'm feeling confident and happy enough. And I'm feeling like I get it to where I want to now pass on to other moms. And that's my favorite. Like I've had so many clients that have just found themselves now as a leader because now they've found a, you know, one of the programs that they love and that's where they light up and they get to be the, you know, they're in front and they're owning that space and they now get to pour into other moms. And there's something about that too, where you're building up other moms and encouraging them, especially if you're a little bit farther down the line, you've been through these things and you can feel like you're encouraging the next group, you know? Yeah. You're doing more than building up moms. I hate to inform you. You're, you're <laughs> rising up leaders. Mm-hmm. You're empowering women to know that they have far more to offer other women than they probably ever knew before. And as you know, when you lead and when you empower and when you encourage that probably edifies yourself more than anything else. And it opens the door 
to, I mean, I don't care what you're rising up in leadership, fitness or anything. When you rise up and you're affecting other people, there's this effect on your whole life. I, I think you become uh, more confident in all of the things that you do when you find that you can positively serve others. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're rising up far better than just encouraging moms. And my, and then, you know, when there's something about when a mom is genuinely happy, you know, when, when she's not feeling like she's alone, she's not lonely. Motherhood can be super lonely. Mm -hmm. And when you're not lonely, you know, you know, you have a huge group of moms, you know, when you have a tight group, knit group of friends that you can call in an instant, like there's something that just makes that, uh, you know, that mom can just truly feel comfortable to figure out who she is in this role as motherhood. And it affects all the relationships too. Like the kids are going to have a different childhood. The husbands are going to have different wives, like hot wives. Yeah. And happy. Like goodness, (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Um, I I will tell you that uh, our ministry as well is our business. We serve others. God created us to serve each other, to um, come along and, and be in community with other people uh, in a positive way. So it's so cool that I get to meet you and hear about your expression of how you serve God through your business and how you are positively affecting all of these women. It's such a pleasure. It's really cool. Thank you. Um, okay, so how do people figure out like where the classes are? Um, how do they figure out where to find you? What's the best way for people to reach out to you? Uh, well, on, online, we're Tempe Fit for Moms. So if you just go to Tempe.fit and then the number four, mom.com, we have all of our... Tempe.fit, the number four, mom. Mom.com. Yep. Okay. Uh, we have all of our schedules, all of our classes. Um, we're obviously on social media as Tempe and then Fit for Mom also um, with all of our play groups and, you know, you can see all the fun stuff that's happening. Um, and then, yeah, we give free, you know, your first class is free so you can come try it and... Um, and what about the the other classes all over the valley? What yeah. about those? Is that mm-hmm. on that website? Uh, yep, all of them. Yep. Okay. So we have all of our Stroller Stride Stroller Bar, which are at the parks right now, and then we'll move inside in the summertime. And then the studio has, obviously, a lot more classes and a lot more options for the classes also, but we have classes all over. Yeah, we actually have one down the road at Templeweed right from here. Yep. yep. Okay, <laughs> cool. That's awesome. And um, you could do, like, hot yoga in the middle of the summer in the park. Right. Like, <laughs> just bring your kiddos and put a sweat towel on them as well. <laughs> we <laughs> usually, work. we're going to move, we move into most of the malls in the summertime because babies don't like it but the studio obviously we have into the malls Mm -hmm. oh really yeah so 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 it's like a a pack of strollers mm -hmm. going to the mall early in the mornings and then you see them later you know with coffees and (laughs) okay when's indoor season done (laughs) you should do it in the afternoon so you can have wine yeah (laughs) it's us and the mall walkers (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious that's so fun okay let's see um if you were to give advice to somebody out there who either wanted to start a business or, um, rise up in leadership or what, would you have any advice to give them? Yeah. Um, absolutely. I was a franchise support coach for fit for mom for a couple of years. And so I got to work with a lot of new business owners. They were obviously all fit for mom franchisees, but, um, but I've also now, you know, be- become colleagues and friends with a lot of other women in business. And I feel like as women, we tend to want to meet the needs of the people around us. And if you're not super clear, I, I literally would make the gals that I would work with as a franchise support coach write down, like now, before you even start, write down, why are you doing this business? Because um, there's a huge range. Like sometimes you are doing it because you need to make X amount of money each month. Sometimes moms were starting a business because they need, they want to, you know, build up the community around them. Sometimes they want to have a group of girlfriends, you know, um, whatever that is, and keep that as a focus. And of course, 
I'm, I'm sure we could talk about that for years about how that changes over the years, right? Like right. you focus with your business, right. but people are more than happy to tell you what you should do. And you're going to wear yourself out. <laughs> you're wow, going to be that's done. So wise. That is so wise. My husband and I were just talking about this yesterday that how blessed we are to be able to constantly remind each other, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Because everybody has an opinion. Like you said, mm-hmm. everybody, do you know how many times a week people tell us how we should be running our businesses? Mm-hmm. And that can be, uh, that can get you off course and it can also distract you mm-hmm. and it can discourage you. Yeah. But if you're clear and you remind yourself of why you're doing it, that is so wise. Very good advice. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today and you guys reach out for, um, and join or try fit for mom. That'd be fantastic. And so thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you. This was fun. Thanks for listening to Hey Moms in Business. Have a great day.